Hey there, welcome back to Science Fiction. I am Salim Sarawala, and as always, I'm joined by my friend and ghost, Carl Ames. Carl, how are you? I'm doing all right. How about yourself, Salim? Not bad. Uh, just a, a decent week, work week. Uh, nothing really going on for me for the most part. Uh, nothing new in general. I haven't really been watching anything. Uh, anything new. I was trying to think of... Um, Something new to start, but I kind of just didn't feel like watching anything new. So I've been watching like reruns of that 70s show. <laughs> um, yeah, that's yeah. something I've been wanting to do. Yeah, that's uh my it's not this random, but my like top like Tommy Chong is in that in the like the first couple of seasons. Um and his character Leo is probably one of the funniest characters like in TV history. Like it's just, he's just so he's just so funny. It just always cracks me up every time. Every time Leo is on on doing a scene, uh, Tommy Chong as Leo on the scene, it, it just cracks me up. But yeah, that's one of my favorite uh, old old days things to rewatch. Sometimes it's just fun. I guess they're doing a '90s that '90s show on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing that with. Uh, it's basically bringing back some of the old cast, um, and but it primarily is going to be around like their kids or something like that. Like mm-hmm. that focus is going to be on their kids uh, in the '90s. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll probably watch that just to check it out, but we'll see if that's any good. But yeah, that's that's pretty much been it for me. How about you? Anything exciting or new going on for you? Uh, let's see. Uh, not a whole lot of stuff. I did. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, I was telling. I was telling John. You know, we have a mutual friend named John. I was telling him I watched that uh, Halloween episode of The Simpsons that came on this past week. It, it's on Hulu oh, okay. now, so I watched that. Um, and I haven't watched about? The Simpsons in literal decades. Um, right. Just kind of keeping up with like. A little bit of the news, like what what's been happening, like Maude Flanders being killed off, like long that which was a long time ago, right? Right. Uh, and and other things like that. Um, I think 
Miss Cravapple. Was it was it Cravapple? Yeah, so the yeah, actress that Cravapple, played Miss yeah, Cravapple passed away. So they right, like, so they killed the character, right? Stuff yeah. like that. Well, they like, they I don't I don't know if they killed that. I thought they just wrote her off. Um, no, that's she, what they she do. Died. The character <laughs> died. died too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought they just wrote her off, like she moved or something. Yeah, there um, there's actually a, a Watch Mojo list that came out a couple months ago about all the characters that are permanently permanently dead in The Simpsons, and she was on that list. I was like, oh, okay. No, but I don't I don't think they actually actually physically killed her. Like they just like dead as in the, those characters will never come back. Because Simpsons have a have a thing. No, but the Sim- well, we'll have to find the episodes because I I don't yeah. know about that for sure. But the Simpsons have a thing that whenever real life people who voice those characters passed away, they'll never use those characters again. Like mm-hmm. Phil Hartman's, all of Phil Hartman's characters, for example, are all, none of them are, exist in the Simpsons. Universe. Of course, yes. Right. Yeah, so they didn't kill those characters off. They just don't use them anymore. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, Miss Kravapel is dead. <laughs> so is Maude Flanders. Okay. Um, but well, I know like, Maude Flanders like, is. Uh, Max Power or whatever his name is for Phil Hartman and uh Troy McClure, they're not dead. They're just not being used anymore. Right. But um anyway, the episode was uh speaking of characters, uh in particular I was telling you how bad Marge because I haven't again I haven't really watched it. The voice acting for Marge is so terrible now. Uh, I don't I, I guess they had an actress swap or either that or uh the original one. She doesn't have the same kind of effort or clean or polish to her voice acting anymore because she sounds awful but in general uh the rest of the episodes uh, had like three different parts it's like the halloween special and it was really really good um i watched it in particular because they did a a special animation style um because they were adapting a their version of uh anime called death note and they uh got the studio the animation studio that did Death Note to do the art, to do the uh, animation for this Simpson episode for that special part. So everyone looked completely different. Um, like no one looked like the actual Simpsons art style. Um, they even, no one even had yellow skin. Like they all had like regular Caucasian skin for like Bart and Lisa and Marge and, and Homer. Uh, Mr. Burns was there but they still did the whole death note plot um so and it was like a quick version of the plot because it was a three-part episode that that was only one part of it so it was only like a 10-minute thing but uh it was still really fun and really well done and it was really cool to see them in that art style um and it was also really funny so i really enjoyed that um the only other thing i did uh real quick right behind me kind of testing out how her her dexterity and strength so i'm gonna make um let me get this uh, bigger here i'm gonna make uh emma frost i've already made this like this head I, I did this head before this is the head that i made but the whole body i've done also but i um i didn't like it and there were some other issues so this is my new build uh for her so i've been testing out just to see how strong her legs are going to be that's the whole point of me redoing it so she can actually stand up and not have weak knees and stuff um but yeah that's going to be one of the emma frosts that i'm making i'm making five of them 
uh, and that's just one costume. So I have to keep on working on the rest of them. So that's what I've been working on. Cool. Sounds like uh, sounds like fun stuff, man. You 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 keep you you're on a roll with those. Uh, you've been you've been building up a lot of them in the last like few months. I feel like. Um, and, and upgrading a lot of like the, I think you had a couple of ones that were damaged and then you mm-hmm. fixed them or something. So that's pretty cool, man. Cool. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So we have a fun show. Um, no, no main topic as far as like, I mean, we do have main topic, but nothing as far as show, uh, like a TV movie or a specific show that we're going to talk about as the main topic. But what we wanted to do is rank the our favorite uh, or uh, tiers on our the DC movies that are DC related stuff in general. Um, so that's what we'll do as our main topic. Uh, but we do have a few fast flicks that we want to get into. Uh, so before we get into the main topic of going over our DCEU tiers, uh, let's get into our fast flicks. All right, so our fart, first flask, the fast. Flick. You said fart or fart? Flast. I said flast. Flast flicks is they have a new trailer for Avatar: The Way of Water. Um, so, in case people haven't seen it, be that would be a good idea to play here. So, we'll go ahead and play that before we give our any thoughts on it um, overall. Dad, I know you think I'm crazy. But I feel her. I hear her heartbeat. She's so close. So what does her heartbeat sound like? You bring your war here. Outcast. That's all they see. I see you. The way of water connects all things. Before your birth. And after your death. This is our home! I need you. With me. And I need you to be strong. 
So that is the trailer for Way of Water, uh, Avatar Way of Water. Uh, what are your thoughts on the new one? And it showed a lot more new scenes and things, uh, stuff that uh, they're, it's going to be a part of the movie. It looks like they probably have kids now. Um, it's centered around, obviously, family. It like, seems like it's centered around, like, family and, and possibly, obviously, climate. I feel like there's probably going to be a heavy climate change. Uh, plot. This is my theory on it. I haven't really read about it, but that's just my guess. Um, so, so yeah, uh, teasing a little bit of a, a war there as well. Yeah. Um, and then definitely you see, like, right at the beginning, she's shooting uh, the bow, like she's pregnant and she had to readjust because of her belly and then all that. So, right. uh, definitely children mm -hmm. in here um, and babies and stuff. Um, I just again, like we've I like not to beat a, a dead horse, but again, you know, the plot of first Avatar wasn't all that you know complex or special, right? Uh, it's so stolen hope, from other movies, yeah. I, I hope that this one has something of, of some kind of interesting story, um, a plot because again, it looks, it looks absolutely beautiful, um, sure. I mean, other than like, I'm still not like super crazy about the stylistic faces that they have for the you know uh whatever they're called i can't remember um like the big eyes and all of that don't necessarily like that but in general the colors um all the different creatures going through the water um and just the environment and stuff like that stuff looks absolutely beautiful i'm surprised that there aren't any tickets on sale yet like for pre-sale because obviously it's definitely going to do gangbusters at the theater. And this might be the first 3D movie I've watched in like a really, really long time. Because I know um, watching this, I, again, I've only seen Avatar one time. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was in 3D. And it was like, you know, incredibly beautiful. So I want to see it, this one in 3D as well. Um, just so I can get the like the best viewing experience of this um because it's again one of those movies you should see in theaters um watching it at home well when did the first avatar come out was that 2009 or something like uh, we didn't have yeah, hdr yeah we didn't have hdr and 4k tvs back then so maybe things are a little bit better uh nowadays yeah, to watch something like this in, at, at home but still um the movie theater with that big screen and and um, all of the pretty colors and stuff is going to look really nice. So I, I would want to see it uh, in IMAX or in a 3D or something like that. Um, but yeah, again, it, again, it's not like super interesting of a, a trailer to me, but because I'm not all that invested in Avatar, but I will, um, I will go check it out. Yeah. Um, so I, I, they're called the Navi. Navi, yeah, yeah. N A apostrophe V I Navi. Uh, they're the indigenous people of Pandora. 
Um, and obviously, I'm guessing they're just different tribes, uh, but they're all Navi, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I enjoyed the first one. Obviously, like you said, that the, the storyline wasn't much of anything. I think it's like Pocahontas and like dances with wolves, essentially. Um, that's just the storyline. Um, and obviously, James Cameron puts a lot of his political um, beliefs into the movies. Uh, as far as a lot of like the subplots and stuff like that are concerned. So that's definitely part of it. And yeah, we'll be interested to see what this like story is really about it. I mean, like I said, it seems to me it's it's in, in, in around like probably like climate change and what's happening with the world and maybe again something to do with the the evil humans. Uh, China, China still, you know, steal uh, a lot of what you know Pandora's like their natural resources are concerned, and maybe there's some issues with, or maybe there's also issues where where, where these people have lived, those humans have been here for so long that they're they're kind of uh, corrupting the planet uh, as far as like um, unnaturally. In a, in a sense, the way, uh, in, a, in a sense, with the way climate change is currently being sp spoken about uh, here uh, for us in, our, in, our, in reality. So, yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see what it's about. Like I said, you know, it, it's it's funny. I like, I don't know if it was just me, but like Zoe Saldana isn't really in this trailer, in this version. I thought she, she was in the first one, right? The first trailer, if I remember. She's correctly. in this trailer. I, I like distinctly remember hearing her voice and, and like seeing her character. Okay. It just, it doesn't seem like, uh, and I, I kind of get where you're coming from because she seemed to stand out more in the first movie and the first, you know, right. first time and seeing her. But in here, uh, like in here, it's like I, I'm looking for like, her Navi form and it didn't seem to stand out. Yeah. But I definitely heard her voice. I, I was like, oh, there she is. I heard her voice towards the end, but like I was, she was barely in this trailer. And I was like, I was trying to see like I wanna say like the 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 one of the the girl the girl the girls in the trailer, it seems like that might be their daughter, I'm thinking. Um like because there's some there's some kind of familiar relationship, like a family relationship, yeah, yeah. it seems, uh, between them. So I'm guessing that's what it is. Like she's she's their daughter, and he's kind of like you know the way they're kind of speaking to each other. Uh, so it's interesting, I guess. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I mean, like I said, we'll see what the what when it comes out. As far as when they that comes out, when they start selling the tickets, for sure. That's a probably something that will probably have a high demand just because this movie has been kind of talked about for so long um, and it's been in the works for so long as well. I mean, they have like, how, how many sequels did they have planned out for it? Like At five? least three more? It, like, like this one more, plus like total... three and then four? And uh, I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but I know there's like at least you know, this one, the next one, and then I think there's a fourth movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll 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 find out what um what happens as far as that's concerned. But yeah, that's that's the trailer. Uh, did you have any final thoughts before we move on? 
Uh, no, I think uh, we can wrap it up there and just uh, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, which yeah, so we're Wonder going Man to, is, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, Wonder Man is the next topic. Um, they hire or they cast the main character, which is Wonder Man, aka Simon Williams. Um, it's, it's played by I don't know how to pronounce his first name. It's Abdul Mateen the second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yaya, is it Yaya? Okay, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II is going to be uh, the lead in the series. Um, if people don't recognize him, he played, one of the characters he's played is the, um, in, in uh, Aquaman 2, he played the black, um, what's the? Black Manta. Manta, that's it, Black Manta in, in Aquaman not to Aquaman. I mean, he's going to be an Aquaman too, obviously. But yeah, that that's what he's kind of famous for. He was also in Watchmen, the series. Uh, he played um, the. Um, see, I'm going blank again. Uh, Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. Um, I go. I have these brain like farts. I don't know, man. Like I think I'm just kind of my my brain is slowly like. Uh, disseminating or something i don't know um but yeah uh he played dr manhattan in, in watchmen series uh that was only one season but yeah he's uh, uh he's been cast as, as that character um what are your thoughts on him being cast as wonder man i was uh caught off guard in in a good way i was like pretty i'm pretty happy about this um you know we've already in, in in a way like I, i'm not totally surprised but still a little surprised because they did kind of soft have a version of simon williams already in the mcu um with nathan fillion being in like on the posters and stuff and i forget which movies it was uh, guardians of the galaxy or something like that i think it was james gunn that was responsible for it either way um so it made sense that you know if they would just kept going with with that but uh, to bring in um, Yaya here, and and uh, I think this is cool. Like, I, like again, physically, he's not going to be a problem. He's he's a really tall, big, you know, muscular guy, and a good-looking guy. I've always like enjoyed seeing him on screen and whatever role he's done. So, um, seeing him in this, like, actually. Because again, Wonder Man's not the most interesting character in the world. No. I mean, he's got some cool powers, but he has very not a huge fan base. Um, so I don't think anyone's like, yeah, Wonder Man series. Like, I don't like if it was like a lackluster actor, I, I think no one would really care. But now with this, it's gonna bring in a whole new audience of people to care about Wonder Man that did not care about Wonder Man or know uh, about Wonder Man's existence whatsoever. Um, what's going to be interesting is how they tie this in and, and how they use him because uh, especially given the situation of um, Scarlet Witch and Vision, which is where he kind of fits in, um, at least we're going for like the comic book version, um, the brain patterns for Vision and comic books were based off of Wonder Man, whereas in the MCU, they're based off of, uh, uh, I can't think of his name right now, the uh, the the ai for for iron man ultron uh jarvis excuse me jarvis sorry yeah based off of jarvis so um uh, they could try to make a connection and, and say either one 
like Scarlet Witch will now be more romantically involved with uh, with Wonder Man because of just trying to tie the comic books a little bit together. And Vision right now, who, who we we don't know what he's doing. He just ran off, and uh, like the White Vision, he got his 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 consciousness and his memories and whatever restored. But he just ran off at the end of Wonder Wanda Vision, so we don't know what he's doing. And there's no necessarily clear cut that you know that he and and Wanda are going to get back together. He could he can go off and do his own thing, and 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 maybe things are too awkward. Um, maybe because her her vision is dead, and this is like the like although technically it's still the same body for Vision. Maybe he's just not ready to be back with Wanda, or they don't feel like it's going to work out. And maybe she she falls in love with with uh, Wonder Man, you know, and, or they can do you know some other things, of course, but. Um, I think that's where they're going to pull this in and uh, try to have those characters cameo in the series and, uh, and see what happens with, with all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. The casting uh, definitely, uh, I think he's a really good actor, but it was, it's funny, I guess in August he made like disparaging comments about Aquaman saying it's a like clown work. Um, so I don't know if it's just like a DCU thing that he hates DCU or like, and maybe he feels differently about how MCU approaches, um, Marvel Studios approaches making movies and films. Um, so maybe he, he feels differently about them as far as uh, what being a leading man for them. Yeah, there's no big difference. He's going to be a leading, yeah, yeah. leading role. <laughs> right, definitely. And, and yeah, I mean, certainly that's a big difference. And obviously the paycheck will be better. So that could definitely convince him to change as well. Um, and as far as this plot is concerned, um, I, so I don't know a lot about Wonder Man as, as a comic book character, but it looks like they're saying that the show will put him and Simon Williams in the middle of like Hollywood. Uh, so since she's going to be like an actor mm-hmm. um, and, and deeply embedded in mo- making movies and things like that. So I'm wondering it's going to be similar to like Kingo from Eternals where you had, you know, obviously more focus heavily on the aspect of him leading as a character because Kingo was in Bollywood, um, whereas um, whereas he's in Hollywood. So that that's interesting as far as that's concerned. But yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, I'm 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 intrigued by it. Uh, it's a, it's not a well known character, obviously. Wonder Man. Um, they're trying to obviously make sure the people that they cast, someone that they cast is a, is a strong actor. Um, you know, it's funny, like, not related, kind of related MCU. Like, he was one of the people I was thinking that could replace T'Challa, or sorry, Chadwick Bosman eventually, but obviously uh, they're not looking to do uh, anything like that, like like put like random people I was thinking of in my head, like mm, I wonder who we could get, like you know, really good actors that. But he was like one of the people I had thought about. It's like, hey, I wonder how about this guy? I was thinking, I was like, but obviously he's, they're moving into this. Uh, obviously, I'm into this role. So, yeah, and and other note noteworthy thing is obviously they haven't started a production timeline for this yet. So I'm I'm guessing obviously this speeds that up. Because if they hire, if they cast him as the main tutorial role, um, they're probably going to want to start uh, doing everything else as far as casting other characters and then starting like a 
timeline, a solid production timeline as far as when they want to start shooting for the uh, for it as well, the Marvel series. But yeah, um, those are my thoughts on it overall. Did you have anything else? Um, just as you mentioned, Kingo, I do think that's a, a nice uh, opportunity for a crossover as well. Yeah. Like, let them not necessarily be in the movie together, but have them fight. Why not? Like, just have them maybe. beef over something. Like, or maybe just yeah. cross paths in a movie or something like that they're trying to film. <laughs> yeah. Or they can they can fight set. in the movie and, and yeah. like actually use their powers or something right, right. like that. Like, you know, you know, when I you know, the Eternals need some need some help there. So But um, wait, isn't Kingo though he's currently not on Earth, right? Because he gets taken by um Irish, is it Irishum? Not Irishum, sorry. Um the one celestial to to, to be judged. You know, the um, series isn't happening right now, so no, know, correct. I'm just saying, like, whenever, uh, like, they would have to explain that first, as far as um, them coming back, and I don't even know when. Like, that's the other thing; they haven't really mentioned anything about Eternals uh, in in the next two phases either. So we don't know when those characters are going to be reintroduced, um, as far as that's concerned. So yeah, no, definitely that could be uh, something that they could strive towards for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on, there is the next Fast Flicks. The Last of Us premieres on HBO Max on January 15th. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on this? I know you, uh, you're you a fan of this game, right, if I remember correctly? Yes, huge fan of the game. Um, me among the many that are, are uh, big fans of the game and absolutely are uh, in high anticipation. I think we watched... The official trailer not that long ago so now yeah it's coming out in just a little over two months uh not really a whole lot to say um but you can see this poster is very much like the the game and game environment game aesthetics um so on and uh yeah like we'll see how how it turns out i, I will be there and i'll definitely watch uh this whole thing but uh yeah just uh just a, a quick announcement of it's happening. It's actually coming out and it's coming soon, sooner than anticipated. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's not much other uh, things about it. Like there's not even a, did, did, did they release a trailer? Yeah. We watched the trailer already. Oh yeah, we did that. That's right. I couldn't remember. Um, but yeah. Uh, I don't like I said. I don't have much thoughts on it. I never played the game. I'll definitely watch it just because it's like up my alley as far as things that type of show it is. Um, I'm sure a friend of mine will download it. I don't have HBO Max, but I'm sure my friend will download it and I'll watch it when they download it because I'm I'm pretty sure my friends are really interested into this game as well. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that fast flick. Next one, uh, Venom three. Kelly Marshall set to direct the next installment starring Tom Brady. So I guess she Tom Hardy. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Sorry. Jesus, that's another one. That that's the third. That's the three three strikes and you're out, man. Um, but yeah, so she she wrote the she wrote and produced the first two Venom movies, um, and then now she's being tapped to direct the third one for Sony. And it's an early development as far as uh, it being, you know, slated and all that. Um, any any thoughts on her her 
them choosing her. Um, I don't really don't know what her directing resume is. I mean, obviously she's done a lot of hard work on the first two, so it's just probably a good thing to reward her for it. Yeah, it says that uh, that between um, Tom Hardy and uh, and this woman Kelly uh, Marcel, that they both have like a strong agreement in the direction of and has and have had that strong agreement in the direction for the Venom character since the first Venom movie. And like you said, she worked on both of those movies, so it seems like uh, like a no brainer. Like if uh, I don't. I don't know. Like, if there's a bunch of people clamoring to to direct Venom three, but in the very least, you got someone who's passionate uh, about writing material for this uh, franchise as well as working with Tom Hardy, uh, and they 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 both you know work really well together. So I think it, it's a, a fine idea. Like I said, I don't, like you said, I don't know her her pedigrees in directing, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but in the very least. You know, we've we've both had mixed feelings on the Venom movies in general, but you know, I'm, so I'm not like super excited or hopeful for for what this means for the Venom three movie, because um, who knows what Sony even wants to do with with Venom going forward. But in the very least, uh, the news is that they have a director now, so things will be moving forward. There is a Venom three that's being worked on, uh, so. Uh, there's that I, and, and just looking back at this it's like it makes me wonder why was Andy Serkis even involved in this because uh, he directed the second movie the Let There Be Carnage and it kind of seems like not that Andy Serkis isn't like he isn't a huge director I mean he's a huge actor and you have to wonder if he wanted to come back <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah I mean even then like if he wanted to come back why he got involved in the first place or why they, they want him if this is just like his opportunity to show that he can direct because he doesn't because as far as i understand that he doesn't direct a whole lot he's more more well known for his acting so um but still like as far as the direction goes for venom 2 i don't necessarily have any like gripes with it It it's just more of the plot and um, right it was a very uh, short movie too like they probably left out a lot of stuff that they could have done but Excuse me, but yeah, it it it's uh it's not like he was a big name director like um, uh, Martin Scorsese. Let's get him back for the the you know the sequel or anything like that. But still, he is a, a relatively big name in Hollywood, and um, I like I said, I, you have to wonder if he wanted to come back, if he felt that um, he was you know getting respected, or maybe he just was just there and other people were making decisions for him and he didn't feel comfortable um, you know, not having the freedom that he wanted. Maybe that's a possibility and just, just spitball in here. But um, yeah, like it is weird to me that Andy Serkis was even involved in the first place. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, it's a good point. Um, like to your point, he's, he's, He's a well-known person, but obviously well-known for his roles that he's portrayed, the various different ones, uh, the biggest one being Golem in The Lord of the Rings. And then obviously he was uh, in Marvel, MCU as Ulysses. Um, 
the villain in, in Wakanda for uh, uh, the first kind of the first Black Panther and then in, in a couple of other movies uh, like the Age of Ultron he was in there as well Planet of the Apes Planet of the Apes oh yeah that's right he played Caesar in Planet of the Apes um, so yeah I mean we'll see I mean like what the what the plot's gonna be about I think they had the teaser at the end where it's going to be uh, Carnage's son is going to be the new main villain because you had uh, what's his face that detective that uh, had a bits of carnage uh, symbiote go into his stream and that's probably where it's gonna be you know the next movie is gonna start off at but yeah we'll see and then the other thing will be noteworthy too if they mention anything about him uh, t- uh, Eddie Brock going into the other uh, reality or the other universe, like if they talk about that at all um, in any capacity, or if they also incorporate like Morbius somehow in, uh, what do you, who do you call it? What do you call it? Uh, Michael Keaton, uh, Adrian vulture. Toomes, you know, uh, the vulture. So um, those are, those are all things that are in play as well, uh, because obviously they want to eventually get to doing the Sinister Six, um, and then I don't know what where Craven is at as far as production wise. Um, I, I think I, then did they get pushed back or something last time we heard? I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Um, any other final thoughts before we move into our uh, main thing? Yes, uh, we have two real quick ones that I wanted to talk about. Um, I don't have graphics for, but uh, it was announced last night that Aubrey Plaza is uh, joining the cast of the uh, Agatha Harkness show that's going to be starting production, uh, I guess, pretty soon, because I think it's coming out next, no, not next year, but like the beginning of 2024, something like that. So they should be shooting it pretty soon. Uh, They didn't announce what character she would be playing, but uh, Agatha Agatha Harkness is basically a spinoff of the WandaVision show um, and just continue... uh, you know whatever Agatha is doing in in Westview, or maybe it's a backstory. We don't really know all the details uh, just yet. But uh, Aubrey Plaza is going to be in it, and uh, I'm pretty excited about that. And then um, lastly, this was news from last week that I didn't really uh, look into too much uh, at the time because I don't I'm not familiar with the actor, and they didn't say what character he was going to be playing, but. Um, William Jackson Harper, uh, the actor William Jackson Harper, was cast in uh, Ant-Man Quantumania, uh, which is coming out again in a couple months from now in uh, February. Uh, They didn't say what role he was going to play, so I didn't really look into it too much. But I did notice a lot of people on Twitter over the last week were speculating slash hoping that... um, William Jackson Harper was cast as Reed Richards, uh, as Salim and I were discussing just a, a bit before uh, the show, that we didn't really think it would make sense for them to introduce Reed Richards this way. Not that this uh, uh, that Harper couldn't play Reed Richards in any capacity, sure. Um, I would be fine with it if it was, but it, the, introducing the character in Ant-Man didn't make a whole lot of sense to either of us. But uh, in general, 
I saw something else that made more sense to me, although it's still not 100% sound, uh, that he could be playing a version of Kang, because uh, we know that uh, there's going to be plenty of versions of Kang that we'll be seeing uh, over the course of the next couple of years, but maybe uh, Harper will be playing a different version of Kang, and one of those versions is a, a character called Iron Lad. Um, and Iron Lad is a... Uh, a member of the Young Avengers. Again, he was a younger version of Kang before he became a little bit more corrupt and, and, and evil and trying to dominate the timeline and all that. He actually was in the modern timeline, a young man, and he was basically a, a stand-in for Iron Man slash the Vision for the Young Avengers. Uh, no, Harper himself isn't exactly all that young, which, uh, you know, he's not like the youngest guy. Uh, in the world is actually older than both of us, but you know, it's MCU, they can do whatever they want. But I just thought that was an interesting theory to, to kick around. Um, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see him in a few months in uh, Quantumania, but no, nothing confirmed on his role yet. Uh, right, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I do like him as an actor, um, he's in uh, the 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 one thing I always remember him as is from The Good Place because I used to watch that show. Um, but yeah, he's a he's a good actor, and I know a lot of people want him casted as like fans want him casted as Reed Richards. Um, there's like a big fan, uh, you know, favorite as far as who to cast in that role. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Who he's actually casted as in in um, Ant Man. Um, they're obviously keeping it very secret, so maybe it's going to be a big one as far as like a, a lot to do with the plot of the movie um, or even the future of uh, Phase 5. So we'll find out for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, anything else? That'll be it. All right. Uh, so yeah, let's move into our final or our main topic where we are doing the tier maker for DCEU um related productions um so yeah let's why don't uh, how did you want to do this did you want to take turns as far as you want to go first and give up me your tier and then i can go after you would that be easier? um well well just uh, let me explain it just a little bit more so what we've done is that we've made tier lists uh each of us on everything that's been in the dceu uh, which would be the beginning of uh, with Man of Steel. So all of the Zack Snyder movies and all of his, everything that, uh, you know, Batman v Superman, Justice League, all of that stuff, as well as Shazam and Black Adam uh, was the last movie, which just came out last week. And that's why we feel like, oh, well, we're at a good position to uh, talk about the DC movies as a whole, as well as the show. So like Peacemaker, uh, is also one of those type of things that we're going to talk about because all of that is related. So um, some of these things are good, some of these things are bad, and we're just going to talk about it as a whole. Uh, so, yeah, Salim, I, I think I have your list up here first. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, while you're talking about how you feel about the list, uh, it'll, it'll be up here as a visual for everyone here to see. Okay, so you want me to go first then? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So I'll go from bottom to top. Uh, so my my list goes as 
this. So the it goes from what is as S means what does S mean? Like super? It it just means the top. The top. Okay. I don't know what what it meant that it stood for because obviously the other words A, B, C, and D. So the letter grades, I thought, but then I, I wasn't sure what that uh it usually means something. Um, but not sure what it meant, means in this regards. But yeah, so the bottom one being D is my lowest one. And I have, and I mean, the order is not relevant for that. I just have these listed in, in the bottom. So I thought Wonder Woman 84 is down there for me. Um, so the first Suicide Squad is down there for me. Um, the first Justice League is down there for me. And then I also have both the extended cut and the regular Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice in the bottom for me. Um, yeah, I just like those movies just were very disappointing. They're very, um, at least the, the, the first three are very Zack Snyder, or last three, I should say, are very Zack Snyder influenced. And I have made it very, very clear that I am not a fan of Zack Snyder. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, and the first the Suicide Squad one, it was just like a jumbled mess. Like you, many a times through the movie, you have to wonder like where what they're doing. Like you didn't even really understand the plot until like what there was like forty five minutes left in the movie, maybe. Like it just it was just such a mess. It was just a mess. Like I think the only good thing about that movie was uh, like. Uh, uh, Harley Quinn, that uh, what was in her name? Uh, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. I was just get Robbie. I couldn't remember her first name. Margot Robbie. She. I, I mean, I liked her as um, as Harley Quinn, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, just that. And then I felt like Wonder Woman eighty four completely ruined Wonder Woman the character, um, and it completely like like the whole concept of her being like this mess over a man and just you know like it was it's really odd and then like the the way he comes back is he's basically in someone else's body and it's very weird it's very weird like like she has sex with that person it's like this is really weird <laughs> it's like what mm -hmm. like this is just a very weird thing going on and like the like the whole yeah, I just the movie was just not good. I, I hated it. I just I thought it ruined considering how good the first one was, in my opinion. The second one was just complete disaster. And it was, it was like so many cringy scenes, like the 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 highway. Like I was like, what the hell is this? Like it just looks so goofy. Um, but yeah, that thought it was terrible. Uh, but that's so that's where I have in D. Uh C I have Man of Steel, um, and then I have the Birds of Prey. Are are what was it the what's it called again? The, Har yeah, the Harley. The Emancipation Quinn. of Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. And essentially, it's the Birds of Prey. It's, it's that based off of that. Um, so Man of Steel, I liked. I mean, again, Zack Snyder. I'm not a big fan of Zack Snyder. There was parts of the movie I like. Um, I feel like like the second half of it, I just didn't really like it too much, and especially like the last hour, I get a headache through a lot of the fight scenes. Um, it was just kind of nauseating. Um, I didn't really like the direction of how 
he ends up like killing Zod. Um, I didn't like a lot of like the things that that he did in that throughout. So, like, I, like I said, it was an okay. Like the first parts were okay. There's some good stuff in it, but overall, I just wasn't too uh, too into that movie. And the same way with uh, with uh, the Emancipation of Harley Quinn. I mean. Like it's not, you know. It's funny. I, I watched the movie once, and there's nothing really that memorable about. How, um, Ewan McGregor is in it as the main villain. Um, but for me, like, yeah, I, I was trying to remember like memorability of that movie, and it was just very meh. It's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, like, it's not as bad as like the one original movies that I listed, and my worst ones, but. I, I didn't really I didn't really feel it. Um, so those are two and I had in C. Um, B, I have Black Adam and uh, the Zack Snyder cut Justice League movie. Now, I'll start with Zack Snyder's Justice League movie. Now, the reason I have it in B, it's like I thought it was decent, um, but I still I, I was really critical of it. Still, in a sense, while that. Like I always make fun, not not critical, but make make fun of it. I've always say like he had an opportunity to make it like perfect and great, but he still Zack Snydered it up and like made it ridiculously long and some scenes unnecessary. Um, but I, I thought it was like an improvement over the original Justice League, and I did like some of the characters that he added into it. Um, like I, I, I really like one of my favorite parts in that movie. I'd say is like the battle, and you see like all the different um, DCEU characters where yeah. uh-huh. with various different things. Obviously, the Lantern, the Green Lantern Corps. You see a lot of like the the, the, the Greek mythology characters um, and all the various stuff like that. It's really cool. I thought that was a fun scene. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I thought it was a salt, it was decent, but nothing to like run home about. I also kept Black Adam in this area just because, like I said, I, I while I, I enjoyed Black Adam, um, like we talked about this, the plot isn't all that strong. Um, it just like kind of like to me, it's kind of like one of those, it, it's a fun movie, but it's not exactly like. Man, I, this is really in, like overly enjoyable. So, um, and obviously, you, we, you and I talked about Black Adam in detail. Um, so, I don't want to get too much more into that because we talked about it on, on the last episode, and people can go check that out um, to get our full thoughts on Black Adam. Um, so, and then in A, I have Aquaman and Shazam. Um, so, Shazam, I thought it was. You know, I went into Shazam with very low expectations originally, um, and it turned out to be just a really good movie to me. Like as far as the overall uh, start to finish, the plot, the uh, acting, the you know, the different characters' development, and things like that, I, I enjoyed it. Um, Aquaman too, or Aquaman as well. I mean, I guess maybe like it's a I'm a fan of Jason Momoa, so it kind of makes me like like it a little bit more I, I thought it was a fun movie as well i just i have that there um and the ones that i actually liked uh finally in the s tier uh peacemaker i thought it was a very good show um we, we talked about peacemaker on here 
um, as far as the the overall quality of the show. I thought it was very different as far as all the other shows that uh, comic book shows are concerned. I thought John Cena was just like fabulous in this in this role. He like really did a great job with it. I thought um, I thought all the various like the the eagerly his his relationship was pretty eagerly is really you know great. Um, the the whole storyline building up to with the, the, his, his him starting out as you know not so good guy and they kind of show the complexity of him and the relationship with his father and how he slowly toward ends towards being a good guy at the end of the show um i guess i thought it was enjoyable well done um, the second one I do have is Wonder Woman. Uh, that 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 was a really well done movie. Like that was like probably first. I want to say probably the f- first DC movie that I actually liked. That came out before Aquaman, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that was like the first DC movie that I genuinely actually liked. Um, and I thought from from the beginning to the end it was really. I think they did a good job portraying Diana, uh, aka Wonder Woman, as who she is as a character. Um, I thought everything at the action fight scenes were cool. Um, I thought I enjoyed obviously Chris Pine in there um, as an his role as well. I enjoyed that movie, and then finally, um, the second Suicide Squad was really good in my opinion. Obviously, James Gunn directed that started his role with DC and obviously then eventually he said Peacemaker and that rolled into him eventually obviously becoming the one of the head showrunners of DC in general. But yeah, that's my list. Um, I, any thoughts, questions for me uh, based off of my uh, thoughts on where I have everything placed? Um, I mean, you know, I mean, your, your reasoning is your reasoning. So, uh, uh, I don't, um, don't want to debate that yet until we go into my list and then we can talk it out. But, um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. That's how you feel. Right. So, uh, as far as I'm concerned, so we, again, we both have our own tier lists here. So that was Salim's, um, those, his thoughts are his own. Um, like put that in your Twitter bio sort of thing. Uh, but uh, I have my own list here. So we're going to do this again, but it is uh, how I feel about uh, DC here. And yeah, so uh, again, starting at the bottom, uh, doing the D tier, um, I think we can both agree and we have agreed that Suicide Squad um, is uh, one of the worst, if not the worst. I think it is the worst DCEU movie. I would just, I'll go as far as to say that. Like it, uh, like I said, the the plot didn't come clear. Um, it was a little too wacky. Um, I hate this version of the Joker so much, and I always have. Even I know I remember before the movie where people were super hyped about the movie and they thought it was going to be good. Um, that they were loving Jared Leto's uh, depiction of the Joker from the trailers and stuff. And I'm like, ew, why would they pick this version of the Joker? Because it was based off of him in the mid-90s, um, of you know the character in the mid-90s. And I'm like, that's like one of the not cool versions, like cool times for the Joker to be depicted. Like you could have picked any other 
era of Joker, you picked this, uh, you know, super tattooed. Oh, he got damaged on his forehead or something like that. Um, and his weird slick back green hair. And I just didn't like anything about Joker. Uh, but people were super hyped about it. And uh, also, like you said, Salim, the, uh, the best part of the movie is Harley Quinn. Easy. Um, and this, she's like the only good thing that came out of that movie. Um, and, and Margot Robbie, I still think is, is the best, um, actress to play Harley Quinn, at least in the live action. Um, she really owns it and she does a really great job, but even Will Smith couldn't save this movie, um, which is really telling because, you know, as great of an actor as he was, uh, kind of phoned it in a little bit and again, didn't have a whole lot to, to do. Uh, even though he was kind of the main character of the the movie, uh, it just wasn't good all around. Um, that being said, uh, Batman v Superman also pretty much as bad, uh, just like a slightly bit better. I mean, if I had to watch one of the two between Su- Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman, I'd watch Batman v Superman. Um, I'd never watched the Ultimate Edition, so I don't know what those like any extra scenes are in there or what the deal is with that um but just the original movie I still it's not a great movie obviously but in the very least it does have uh some redeeming qualities i mean they do fight you know and that's like rewarding enough but between the martha stuff the doomsday stuff uh, even the teaser for uh deathstroke at the end which they've never paid off and thank God, actually, because I don't want to see uh, what's his face to play Deathstroke. I really don't. Um, I, I can't remember his name, but um, yeah, he's not anybody I'd like to see play Deathstroke or like Joe uh, something or another Joe Men- Mengioni or I can't. Remember. Yeah, M- Maganello. There you go, Maganello. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not interested in him or seeing Jesse Eisenberg play. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? the uh superman villain um but yeah i'm not interested in in any of that stuff like basically whatever this movie was selling i wasn't buying um so yeah the only like i guess the redeeming qualities was like the batman fights scenes where he's fighting all those goons in the warehouse um which was pretty cool and uh a little bit of the fights parts of the fights between him and superman were good but some some of it was just kind of like it um, and just in general, I never was a fan of the depiction of this version of Batman either, uh, because of him being so old. Like we just had the previous movie of, of Man of Steel and he's like supposedly the first superhero in, in this world, which we definitely know that's at this point, it doesn't seem like it's true anymore, but, uh, at the time it seemed like Superman was like the first superhero. And then all of a sudden, Oh no, Batman, he's been being Batman for decades and he's really old and he's close to retirement. And now he's going to fight Superman. Like that doesn't make sense. Like where has he been this entire time or why, why are we finding out about Batman now? Cause now Joker's killed Robin and, and all this stuff. Like they skipped a whole lot just to have, this appear to be like uh, the Dark Knight Returns comic books. And I think that it wasn't worth doing. But um, uh, going up to the C tier uh, with Man of Steel, um, honestly, I'll be honest with you. I've only seen parts of this movie. I've never sat down and watched the entire thing. Uh, I was at a party 
with my like nephews and stuff and they put it on and i did try to watch it but no one else was watching it and it was so much going on in the house um that i really couldn't watch it anyway but it also didn't pull me like in to actually pay attention like i didn't want to i was playing pokemon so like I, it really didn't pull my attention uh enough to even care about the movie uh i did see like the the, the death scene where he kills zod and you know that, like that's like going into something that um Henry Cavill said lately, uh, you know, with his uh, wanting to come back and his confirming he's coming back to play Superman is that he wants the next Superman to be more inspiring and it should be more like of a positive Superman. So I I think that's him signaling that he ain't going to be killing anybody uh, in the next movie and that he'll be Mm -hmm. actually like more of a comic book accurate depiction of Superman uh, going forward. So I'm I'm not a huge Superman fan, but in the very least, I'd like for him to be depicted correctly um, going forward um, and not be so dark and, and and be the gritty reboot sort of Superman. Like, we don't really need that for that character. Um, that being said, uh, moving on to 1984, um, like I said, it was a disappointing movie all around. Um, not a whole lot is going on that's good um i think the gold suit that she had was incredibly uh, mistreated and, un- and not used well it could have been used better um it was just there for selling toys basically uh the plot with with um steve trevor uh wasn't very good uh the plot with um maxwell lord was on brand for the character i suppose but at the same yeah. time they could have did something something a little bit better overall and i didn't really like cheetah either so um it it just it was a little too lackluster um it just could have been a little bit better and i've I've thought about this movie a lot like how much better it could have been with just a few more tweaks uh yeah things there uh just to change the plot around just a tad bit but um I, i don't put it so far down that it's so bad but um I'd still rather watch 1984 over watching Man of Steel or watching Suicide Squad. Um, and that being said, I'd rather watch Justice League over 1984. Uh, the, the Snyder Cut, if I had to, but I only say that because it did have all those additional scenes. Like you said, the fight with, uh, I guess, uh, the Dark Side's army and stuff. That was really cool, having all the uh, Amazonia, Amazonians and uh, the Green Lantern Corps and everyone else there uh, was a really badass scene. And uh, having additional scenes with Cyborg and, and all of this stuff was cut from the uh, full theatrical release. But theatrical release was just okay. But it was like, it was like the, I, I think I said it at the time, it was the most okay of all of the. Uh, uh, of all of the DC movies at the time when it came out, but it was just not great. It was just okay for me. Um, but the Snyder cut, it was a little bit better because of the extra stuff, but yeah, it really was just everything that he shot. And then he didn't edit anything. He just put it all in the movie type of thing. Cause there's no way that that movie should have been, what was it? Four hours long. If I remember correctly, maybe it was six. I don't. I don't even remember anymore. Um, but it was. 
entirely too long for it to be just a, a you know a theatrical release so i think it's just all of his footage and just dumped it and edited it together and got the special effects and stuff but it was way too much um with that also said my last c-tier movie is uh birds of prey which is another thing another one just like 84 could have been so much better uh just tweaking a few things here and there um but honestly one of my biggest gripes with uh birds of prey was actually the fight coordinate coordination the fight scenes and stuff they were so boring and lackluster even when they were in that um i think it was the warehouse or factory or whatever and harley quinn is fighting and she's got the bat and she's got all of this all these tricks and she's doing flips and stuff it looked like margot robbie did her own stunts and as opposed to getting someone that's like a, a actual gymnast or just a, a stunt coordinator a stunt person that can flip in and be more acrobatic because it was so it was so dry and so like limp of, of flipping around and the fight scene it was just like like come on she's supposed to be like all over the place like really energetic and uh really really limber and stuff and it was really weird just seeing her fight um that was my biggest complaint was was fight scenes in the movie uh, i i thought um you know mcgregor was fine as black mask um i did like him um uh, black canary was okay she could have been better um i did like huntress uh, a little bit but like their roles were still very small and uh, comedic and fine but it just could have been a little bit more a little bit more going on especially with black canary they never really explained as far as i remember her powers um she only used them really once and it didn't really go into like again we don't really know like her backstory huntress they did kind of talk about it but it didn't really do much with her it's just kind of like a bunch of underused characters um so it could have been better but it, it definitely could have been worse um and b tier so i do put aquaman here i think it's a decent movie i think i've said before I, I never really was like super high on aquaman um in general and just as a character and for this movie i thought um and and i wanted to mention this earlier when we were talking about um uh the the wonder man casting so like black manta is the only really reason why i like this movie and he was incredibly underused i think as far as i understand like i don't know black or um aquaman's like rogues gallery perfectly but i know black manta is like a significant villain to him and uh, it was like a, a big challenge as far as I understand. Like, uh, I think what was a sea master or ocean master is the other one that's in this movie. And I don't really care for him. He was so boring. It was, I didn't like his design. I didn't like the way uh, he looked. I didn't like the acting. I didn't like uh, the conflict or, you know, the, the plot of using that character. If that movie was more about black Manta, I would have liked it a lot more. Um, his visual effects with the beams coming out of his helmet looked super cool and it looked really powerful. And actually like they ha even had plot development for, you know, he, he uh, Aquaman didn't save his father and, and all of that in the submarine. So it was like, okay, here's this really cool villain. And he has like a motive. He hates Aquaman. And then they just kind of throw him away and, and just go into ocean master at the end. 
And so I'm, I wish it was more about Black Manta. Um, like I said, we'll see more Aquaman later. So hopefully they do bring back Black Manta in a significant way for the next one. But um, it was just an okay-ish movie. Still one of the better ones from DC. Uh, and right there with Black Adam for me, like I said, we, we reviewed Black Adam last week. Uh, so you can check out that episode. But um, this is where I put it. Uh, I, I'm not crazy about the movie. And I think Hawkman and Dr. Fate really save it for me. Uh, if it wasn't for those two, I would probably put Black Adam in the C tier. Um, honestly, it was really all about Hawkman for me. And he he he, he was just a good character. And, um, and Dr. Fate was just a cool character. Whereas Black Adam... Got better towards the end, I guess, but his, his fish out of water type of uh, personality and you know, time displacement was just wasn't handled all that well for me. And uh, visual effects as well, some of it were a little lackluster, but can be forgiven because it has some cool fight scenes, especially again with Hawkman. Um, Peacemaker, I am not crazy about either. Um, but if I had to, I would rather watch Peacemaker all over again than watch Black Adam. And that's kind of how I themed this whole list. Like, if I had to watch one thing over the other, which one would I watch more? So, peace. this is where I put Peacemaker. Um, I thought it was a funny show and definitely playing with a lot of the mature themes and having uh, mature language and some sex scenes and, uh, like, nudity and stuff, a lot of violence. Um uh, and all of that stuff, and, and you know, clearly DC is not afraid to play in that type of arena, so it's refreshing to see that sort of stuff from our comic book properties. Um, but I didn't really love everything about it, not that it was bad, uh, but it just didn't excite me, and I wasn't uh, at a point where every week I was excited to watch Peacemaker, but it was watchable and enjoyable so that's why it's kind of like in this b range uh and then right there suicide squad the suicide squad james gunn suicide squad um I just find it just a little bit more enjoyable having a, a bigger cast um of super powered characters and then the whole you know suicide squad thing where you don't know who's gonna live or die uh by the end of the movie but just another great performance from uh, margot robbie uh, we got Idris Elba in here. He always makes a movie better. And just in general, even like Rick Flagg, he was really good in this movie. Um, and then John Cena and, and so on. Just seeing some more characters. Um, getting Seeing them use the, the starfish. I forget the name of the darn starfish thing. But just the fact that they actually used it. I think James Gunn's probably the only director that would have the balls to use the starfish the uh, character. And to use it that way, because like it's just like the most ridiculous villain, but still this classic Justice League villains. Like it's like, how would you ever pull this off in a live action movie? Well, James Gunn's definitely the perfect director to to use that character, and I think it it went off really well. Um, and then uh, Shazam, like I said, I saw it last week for the first time and was pleasantly surprised. It's a, a pretty good movie. Um, I didn't love it, but it is. A really solid movie, uh, really fun, lots of good fun scenes, and it's just a good way, you know, again, you have to remember Billy Batson's still a kid at, at the end of the day, so even though he looks like a grown man, 
with superpowers and all the stuff. He's just a, a kid. So seeing Billy Batson talk about villains and stuff like that, it was actually really fun. And seeing the whole fat family get in on that too, I thought that was really fun as well when they got their powers. Um, so I wouldn't say I'm super excited for the next one, but it is, um, you know, on my radar. Uh, hopefully that'll be a good follow-up. And lastly, I have Wonder Woman. I think uh, everyone can agree that it's one of the best, if not the best, DC movie, uh, DCEU movie. But the only reason why I don't have it as an S tier because if I, for me personally, if I'm going to put something that high, um, this S tier ranking, I would say it has to be perfect or so close to perfect that whatever blemishes that it has, I can overlook because they're not that big of a deal to me or like they're so minor or so few um, that it, it could easily just be an S tier. Uh, but I put in A tier because, again, the whole movie's great up until the end for me, which would be Aries. And I would say I can overlook one thing about Aries, but there's actually two things that I don't like. One, I just don't like him as uh, how they used him as a villain. I thought he was really weak. Uh, as a villain, like the whole fight and the conflict, the plot for Ares was just a little too weak for me. Uh, where the rest of the movie just had really strong moments with Wonder Woman, you know, you know, with the whole tank and uh, her her interactions with uh, Steve Trevor and everything like that, her whole history and backstory, um, the uh, Amazonians and stuff. All that, all that was really great, but her interactions with Ares I felt were kind of weak. And then the visual effects on Ares were kind of weak. So I'm like, eh, I don't really think it deserves to be that high, but it's still the best DC movie to me. So uh, that is where we are, um, how we feel. Uh, once again, I'm just going to throw up Salim's list so you can see. Uh, we can't really do a side-by-side, but there is how he feels on his S tier, Peacemaker, Wonder Woman, and the Suicide Squad, and a tier aquaman and shazam and for me no s tier and then just a tier wonder woman yeah um you know it's funny when you were talking about wonder woman 84 and another thing i, I another criticism i had for it is there was absolutely no reason for it to be set in 19 in the 80s at all like yeah no reason at all <laughs> like uh, and i think the only reason they did it was because um, Captain Marvel was set in the 90s. So I think they wanted to do like one of those period things just to kind of, uh, you know, challenge MCU uh, to do an 80s nostalgia. But yeah, there was absolutely like no reason for me to be set in the 80s. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah, I remember and, too, the the, um, the X-Men were doing that as well at, at right before that. So having... Um, Days of Future's Past was set in the 70s, and then right. Apocalypse was set in right. the 80s, uh, 80s, 90s, or whatever, and then Dark Phoenix um, moving forward after that. So I guess they were just like getting caught up in that wave of, of right. period, period pieces, pieces slash right. nostalgia. Right, and uh, yeah, there, there was this goofy in that regards. But yeah, I mean... Um, don't really have like a disagreement with your list. Obviously, like you said, your list is your list and your reasoning is sound. Um, I don't really disagree too much. Um, but yeah, I, I like for me, I'm never 
I guess I'm just that strict on the top. Like for me, if it's like, if I would give it like a 90% uh, rating, it's good enough. Like I don't have to be a perfect for me personally, that movie doesn't have to be perfect to be like on the, on the S tier. But yeah, I mean, it'd be, I guess it'll be interesting if we ever do an MCU version, but there's so many MCU. So that would probably take like each of us doing our own episode instead of filling it in one episode. <laughs> I mean, I suppose we can do phases. It would be better to do phases for MCU, I suppose, as opposed to uh, the entirety of the... And uh, not to say this is the entirety of DCU, but this is probably the more major stuff. Um, and I suppose we could do the more major stuff too, which I'm sure we will. But yeah, I don't really have any other thoughts. Did you have any other final thoughts? Um. Yeah, or... Well, we don't... As far as DC goes, uh, the next DC thing is not happening for a few months from now. That's um, uh, the Shazam 2, The Fury of the Gods. As far as I understand, that's the next movie. That's not coming out till March, I think. So this is our list for the next couple of months, at least. Um, Yeah, I don't think there's anything hitting um, HBO Max. Again, this is specifically DCEU, so we're not counting... The Robert Pattinson Batman, we're not oh, counting right, right. Joker with Walking Phoenix or any of those sorts of uh, movies that aren't part of the right, Man of Steel. This. Yeah, not Man of Steel to Black Adam. Like those aren't in there. So we're not counting any of those movies uh, or right. shows uh, in this list, just in case you were wondering why you didn't see them there uh, and why Batman wasn't on this list. Yeah, that's why. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that does it for that. And then um, again, Black Panther comes out next Thursday. So uh, although we haven't discussed this, I would like to do one for um, the MCU. But obviously, we want you know Black Panther coming out so soon. uh, We should wait till well after uh, we watch the Black Panther movie, and then we can wrap up the phase uh, phase four and, and talk about MCU after that. Um, and then, yeah, it'll be a little while before we get another MCU project of the, uh, like the guardians of the galaxy, uh, holiday special coming out at the end of November. Um, but I, I don't think we need to necessarily wait for that to, to talk about Marvel. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't think there's any other significant things happening in, in sci-fi right now. Yeah, I can't think of it e- anything either. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to Wakanda Forever. I'll be go watching that. I'm not sure if I'll be able to see it uh, before the week of our show. I mean, I'm definitely gonna watch it for our show, but I just don't know when exactly, what day I'll be able to go. Um, I'm gonna try to go um, probably at least by Tuesday. So that way I have ample amount of time to get my thoughts together. But yeah, um, that's all I have as well. Uh, that's a wrap for today's show. Obviously, thank you again for tuning in. Please check out any other previous episodes you may have missed on the Barroom Network on either YouTube or any audio platform as far as podcast platforms are concerned. Uh, various podcast platforms like Apple, uh, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher and whatever other uh, platform you like to use. 
and definitely check out all the other various shows that the Bar Master offer. Uh, but yeah, thank you again for tuning in. We will see you guys next time. All right. Have a great evening.